History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen, Let's Roll, with Kathleen and Brian Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband Brian is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian are here to discuss current events from a biblical worldview and how we as believers can be salt and light in our culture and in the political arena. Biblical Citizen Let's Roll seeks to educate and activate Christians at the grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Melanakis on K-Praise. Welcome, Biblical Citizens, to Biblical Citizen Let's Roll. By the way, we've been asked to review where did that Let's Roll come from. Let's Roll comes from that heroic passenger Todd Beamer on Flight 93 on September 11, 2001, who gave his life to save his fellow passengers. Of course, he had no idea what was coming, but as a Christian man... He was ready to act when he was called upon to act, and he did so heroically. So that's where that comes from. Now today, have you ever wondered if there's a better alternative than the public schools? Many, by the way, of course, which are shut down or only open online. Well, you got to listen today. Our guest is Dran Reese. We've had her on our show once before. Dran is founder and president of the Salt and Light Council. It's an amazing ministry that has several organizations under its umbrella. Dran is widely known, not only in Southern California, but even nationally, as an influential Christian and conservative activist leader. And her Salt and Light Council offers tools, training, even legal support for churches and for community groups and for missionaries to be advocates for biblical values in our government, in the media, and in education. And that's what we're talking about today is education. So the last time we talked with Dran about two of her ministries, Content of Character and the Judeo-Christian Caucus, today we're going to start talking about public school exit. And then after the break, repentance and restoration. Hey, Dran, it's so nice to have you with us. Are you there? I am. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, great. Well, it was fun to see you at the Freedom Fair that we saw you at two weeks ago. Uh, so I, I just welcome you again. And our first question is going to be to do with the pub, the current state of public schools. And as we know, you know, our governor, who is soon to be recalled, he's, we've gotten the two million signatures, has kept them closed, that and the state officials. Uh, but even though this is, though teachers have continued to earn full salaries and benefits and when there's little risk to children of getting COVID, almost 0%. So why are the leaders so adamant about staying closed when there's no scientific evidence to back them up? And don't schools, uh, children learn much better in person? And so what's your guess? Why are they so adamant about doing this, keeping them closed? Well, for me personally, I am really happy that they're staying closed because we're getting our kids out from underneath the indoctrination of our public schools. They've, they're being indoctrinated with Black Lives Matter, 1619, critical race theories, what they're teaching our kids in public school is criminal. Sex ed, all about transgenderism, genders, genders that you can choose. Personally, from our standpoint at publicschoolexit.com, we're glad our kids are out. But why are they doing it? 
It's all about money control. The unions are putting undue hardships on the families and on our economy. It's completely intentional because the unions have so much power in our country now. They're forcing their political ideologies and forcing people to vote their way. They're one of the biggest organizations in America, and they've become a socialist movement. You have to stop and look. Why did they demand that they defund the police? Because they don't even have a dog in the fight. Wouldn't they want to have security on campus? All they want to do is get more money for their benefit packages. Oh, wow. Well, it's definitely a political agenda. And I know some of the curriculum, like Common Core, that they are really pushing comes from the UN, which is a globalist agenda. They want to get rid of all nation states. They want to control from the very elite, elite top, you know, the billionaires. And that's only one of the problems. Yeah. And as you mentioned, there's the 1619 History Project, which a lot of people don't know about. <clears throat> It's teaching history of, of America from a very negative point of view and saying that we are steeped in racism, there's nothing good about our history. And I, I understand that they're teaching that at the second grade level even. Is that true? Have you heard about that? Uh, well, you can choose your gender in kindergarten now. Uh, ah. it, they are now offering books, King and King, Queen and Queen. It, it, it's really disturbing. And some of these little children are actually going home and asking, Mommy, am I going to change into a boy? Really? This is so criminal what they're doing. And as a matter of fact, something new, they're now going to be teaching about Aztec cannibalism, and the kids are going to be chanting that. Can you imagine that what? in the public schools? Kids are going to chant cannibalism. This, yeah. There is an effort to destroy America. When you really look at the bigger picture, public schools and children are just the useful tool to take over America. And parents better wake up, and people better get out there and start voting and understanding what's going on. And the first thing that we can do is rescue our children. Vladimir said it, just give me one generation of youth and I'll control the nation. And yeah, has that happened? Well, this, the socialists always try to steal a younger generation. They, they've done that over and over. We saw it in Greece when they actually kidnapped children and took them away to another country uh, after the Second World War. But So let's talk about some of the other alternatives. You know, yeah, as you say, the silver lining can be that children are at home, parents are able to supervise them more, but they're still getting that public school curriculum if they're online, and uh, it's very disturbing. So the other alternatives are what you are all about and what public school exit is about, and there, there are many alternatives, and people are coming up with creative ways to educate their children, aren't they? Well, that's the beautiful part about our kids being out of the government indoctrination camps, the Socialist Communist Network, is that there have been opportunities since the beginning of time. George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, they all learned at home. It's called the principal approach. It's basically learning to read and write right away, not fill in the blank books with alternative education. They learned to read and write and do math right away. That's why they were so brilliant and had a college education to the equivalent of our junior high education here in this country. So the types of education that are being offered are online education, but not with public school curriculum. I say get out of that quickly and get to, to the different ones. We have one called Freedom Project Academy. It's amazing. It, and this company does all the documentation for families. Parents don't worry anymore. It's time. If you're going to be bearing kids and parents 
bear the primary responsibility for raising their kids. And if you turn them over to public schools, you are part of the problem. And pastors need to learn to encourage their congregations to get their kids out of public school immediately. So this is an all-out effort by in the community and across this country. There are so many hybrid options. I homeschooled my children. It was a blast. We connected yeah. in with Classical Academy, and two days a week they went and joined with uh, the kids in segments, and then we went home and we did ours. We were done in three and a half hours, which normally takes six and a half hours in the public school. So I would say that most parents think that sending their kids to school is so they can have free time to go exercise and go have their face done. This is wrong. We need to take back the education of our children. Public school exit gives people options. Excellent. Well, and I I homeschooled my youngest daughter, too, and it was really fun. And parents don't need to think that you are all alone in this. There's all kinds of co-ops. There's what you mentioned as the one-room school method. You can get together as te- as a pe- group of parents and, and hire a teacher to teach uh, kids of all ages and the, the older Children teach the younger ones, and the younger ones learn from the older ones. And and it's just there's all kinds of different methods that you can connect with the school. The umbrella program that you talk about, the church membership, membership association co-op. So it is very interesting and creative to, to be with other parents that are like-minded. You can do activities all together, connect with your church. Uh, so... We encourage everyone to go to publicschoolexit.com. And just briefly as well, KPRZ, our website that that you can find us on, Biblical Citizen Let's Roll, also has a program called... uh, Half-Price Tuition. Half-Price Tuition. Saves people money. And that is also a place where you can find resources to get kids out of the public school, reduce your tuition, send them to private school... But so once again, Dran, where can they find this public school exit that you're talking about where they can find so many resources? Well, publicschoolexit.com. Get your kids out. Now exit the public school system. We have incredible opportunities for parents and for churches. The time is now. Dran, I want to mention before we exit public school exit, you have on that website, you also have an excellent, looks to me, online education series called Lessons in Liberty, which is for both parents and children. So it looks like you have some great speakers on that. Tell us a little bit about Lessons in Liberty. Well, I think we have an incredible curriculum, and these are all very scriptural and biblical as well. I think you might be talking about Learn Our History, and that's the one that Mike Huckabee is the co-founder of. And, of course, we all love him. It's a free bundle of courses where you're going to learn about how God shaped our country, about our Constitution. And and kids are able to take this adventure as if they were a pilgrim at Plymouth Rock and to have all sorts of creative activities. It can be found on our website, publicschoolexit.com, under curriculum. And if you sign up for it, you even receive a free DVD every single month. Well, that is that is just wonderful what you're doing. So we're coming up to our break, but I encourage all you listeners, consider donating and supporting Public School Exit and refer it to other parents, other grandparents of children you know. This might be one of the most important things we can do for our families and our nation. As Dran said, there's nothing more important than the education of our young. 
So go to publicschoolexit.com. We're going to be right back with Dran Reese to discuss another major initiative of the Salt and Light Council called Repentance and Restoration. Be right back. There is more Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Still to come on K-Praise. Welcome back to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Milanakis on K-Praise. We are back with Dran Reese, founder and leader of the Salt and Light Council, and today we are discussing two important initiatives under her direction, Public School Exit and repentance and restoration. Now we're going to talk about community prayer for our country. So, Dran, throughout the Bible and other points in human history, we've seen how God will preserve or restore those nations who repent and turn to him in prayer. And, you know, I know this from my weekly prayer group where a bunch of us women get together and we pray weekly together. It is just amazing how we can share our hearts with the Lord and we see how our prayers are answered from week to week in in our daily lives. So tell us about your program, Repent and Restoration, that where people can gather in communal prayers uh, and pray for our country. Well, repentanceandrestoration.org has been around for 13 years, and we pray every single day, Monday through Friday, and we pray for our state, nation, and our local communities. And the reason that we do this is, and the reason why repentance is so important, that word really socked me between the eyes when I realized that that is the key that unlocks God's heart, a contrite spirit of repentance. And I believe that our country is not fully repented of its sins. We have pockets of that. We have little groups praying here and there and whatever, but not really globally. And we believe that our pastors and our churches are guilty of this, and that's wrath coming from God right now, or other might, others might say this is discipline, we absolutely do not know where our country is headed right now. It's, it's mind-snapping. Yeah. Or if God is even going to relent of his anger. Or that we Christians, you know, aren't, you know, maybe this is happening because we didn't do a very good job standing up against the removal of prayer and Bible in our children's education in the schools, or, or legalizing abortion and sodomy, and now we have same-sex marriage. But we do know one thing, that God is angry with the wicked, and we know that evil will slay the wicked. When I hear that, when I know that God is as angry as we are, and when I hear that evil will slay the wicked, wait a minute, wicked is evil and evil is wicked, great. (laughs) They're going to self-destruct. So we pray Uh for self-destruction every day. (laughs) Yes, and there's many times in the Bible when evildoers are done in by their own schemes, and we hope that happens. In the meantime, we are called to be the conscience of the government. And so, yes, we pray for our leaders all the time. That We really need to do that, the salvation of our leaders, the uh, repentance of our leaders. Uh, we pray for them, or, or the removal of our leaders if they're just continuing to do harm. But so when we, as you say, when we see our nation in the deep division, the cross the creeping loss of liberties, corruption of our educational system. It's its easy not to have hope, but we see hope on the horizon, don't we? Especially if we are engaged in these prayers and these activities and educating our children correctly. Just tell us a little more. Give us your, some, give us some hope, heart. Dran. Yeah, give us some hope. <laughs> 
I know we all need hope, don't we? Well, I will say this, that the true remnant of warriors are the ones that are shining the brightest in this dark world that we live in. That's you, folks. That's me. And I know there are others out there. They're stepping forward to say no to the evil out there. The forced mask mandates or closures of churches or being forced to take a vaccination that we have no idea what's really in it or the long-term effects. Or that we have to behave like a prisoner in our own country with this COVID. Look, we respect our authorities when they are legal and not fraudulent. In the courts of heaven, we must operate only on the legal authority granted to us in Jesus Christ. But there are efforts in heaven to defraud God. So for us, we're here on earth. We have to understand that this is a spiritual battle to be one first on our knees. And then we suit up for battle. You know the armor of God that we're to take on. Our first step of peace. Now, if that doesn't work... Our second step is war. So our hope is directly tied to those willing to fight for the truth. Grant, I want to just mention, while we still have time, Repentance and Restoration, if you go to that site, repentanceandrestoration.org, you have a daily prayer calendar, as you say, seven days a week, praying for our national leaders, very specifically, praying about specific issues. And then you have one or two states every day. We used to live in Delaware, and I think... Today or tomorrow, I think Delaware's on the on the docket. So prayer for specific state leaders as well. Do you have any sense what kind of participation, Duran, that you are getting in this this repentance and restoration prayer? Oh sure, uh, I have. I get the uh, phone uh, chart every day to find out how many people are praying with us, and at various times of the year, it's different. Right before elections, boy, we can swing up to thirty or forty on the call during. Uh, slow times, like right now, it's maybe 10 to 15 people. Many of them are from states, all different states around the country, and then we'll have different people coming in at different times, new voices, so it's in flow. Some people come in, they stay for two, three years, then they leave, and someone else comes in. But I love everyone who's on that prayer line. They are spiritual intercessors, is what I Amazing. So we just we don't advertise the prayer line, by the way. It's a ministry of the Salt and Light Council, generally populated by people that know us. So I do that are in the hearing of this word today to join us. Go to repentanceandrestoration.org. It's a long word, and you will enjoy it. You'll love it, and we would love to pray with you. Excellent. Well, we have heard about two very important programs today from our very good friend, Dran Reese, publicschoolexit.com and repentanceandrestoration.com. Dot org. Dot org. <laughs> okay. Yep. Well, and we thank you, Dran. You are such an inspiring person. We, we love you. We especially thank you for all you do locally and nationally in light, to be salt and light in our culture. We don't know anybody quite as dedicated as you, and we would really admire you for that. So we, we thank you, and we say bye-bye right now. Thank you so much. God bless you. Okay, to bless your neighbor this week, go to the Salt and Light website where you can link directly to both Public School Exit and Repentance and Restoration. Perfectly consider getting involved in one of these ministries, or both, including making a financial contribution to the great work that Salt and Light is doing every day. And now we have an announcement about a special event tonight, Saturday night. We have on the phone right now a brave businessman and restaurant owner up in Orange County whose Basilico's Italian restaurant has been open the whole COVID year, indoors, no masks. 
Mr. Tony Roman. Tony, are you there? Brian and Kathleen, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. If you can tell us, Tony, we, we just have a few minutes, but can you tell us in a couple of minutes why have you stayed open and how have you stayed open? I'll do that. Thank you. Well, we, we took a very hard and aggressive stand against day one, uh, never closing anything, operating openly in full defiance, and when, it, and, and when doing so, even taunting who I refer to as Gavin Pelosi, the tiny tyrant, his mini Gestapo and all enemies of freedom. So, so we never made our fight about our business or our right to work. Our fight has always been about something that is so much bigger than ourselves. Uh, we, we, we waged our battle in defense of American. The stand we have taken is an American stand. And in doing so, we have uh, basically dedicated our business as a constitutional battleground and willing to lay everything on the line, risk everything in this all-or-nothing fight. And we do so honoring the founders of our nation and our military who have made the greatest of sacrifices the last 244 years so we can all live as free Americans. And, uh, and yeah, so, so we're doing this event. Um, uh, Dennis um, heard our story. I was invited to be in studio with him in early de- December. I'm talking about Dennis Prager. Yeah, yeah Dennis, the Dennis Prager. Uh, the wow. Dennis Prager, yeah. nationally known. I've seen so many of his wonderful, typically five-minute videos that say, he puts – he puts into five minutes, he and the people he has as speakers, you know this, but maybe all our listeners don't. He puts into five minutes, he crystallizes what others take hours to <laughs> try to explain. He knows what is most important, and he and he gets to people like me and a lot of young people with short attention spans and gets gets <laughs> the exactly critical right. information. Exactly. How did you ever right. – how did you th- – this, this is such a cool – like I say, I've never even met him. How did you, uh, how did you happen to arrange this with Dennis Prager? You know, because of our, our hearts stand, our aggressive stand, um, you know, you, you got to keep in mind, we, we even ban masks. And when, you know, whenever they mandate anything, so when they, when they mandated masks, we banned it, we, we banned the masks. You can't get in, you can't get in a restaurant with a mask. You know, the, uh, uh, the early stage when they started saying, you know what, you can't keep your business open past 10 o'clock. Uh, there were the curfews, it was extended our hours. So I think he liked our style of fighting. Uh, I think he wanted his, his, his audience to hear about an example of what it means to truly fight this any no half measures whatsoever, not just resisting the mandates, but instead as we have done attacking them. And I think he liked that. And that's why he had me in studio. I sat down with him for 20 minutes and watched him work. And, and, um, he made me feel so comfortable and he's, He's a brilliant man, and he's one of the few that's brave enough to have us on. You know, everyone else they they want to showcase, uh, uh, you know, the victims, the ones that have complied halfway. He's he's one of the only ones who was bold enough to have me in, and um, so I, I really appreciated it. Well, we are so impressed with you, your your bravery, your standing up, and and like you say, they don't have any leg to stand on. You didn't even need a lawyer when you stood up against the authorities and said. I'm keeping my restaurant open. It's my property. It's my right. I'm not doing anything wrong. You're encroaching on me. And so I think you're a really good speaker. I heard you at the Freedom Fair. I think it's just a great opportunity for everybody to come up and have a great meal at your restaurant, Basilico's, right? Yeah, let's make sure Let's make sure we get this right. So give us again the name, if you have a website, or where it is, and when. What time is this? 
So he, he's going to show up at 6 p.m. The inside of the restaurant is already booked, but to accommodate uh, and meet and greet people on the outside, he's going to give us outside on, on the patio. And um, he's going to arrive at 6 p.m. So it should start around 6 p.m. where, where he actually gives a brief talk uh, and give people a chance to see him. But the restaurant, his name is Basilico's Pasta e Vino, and that's in Huntington Beach. Uh, it's an Italian restaurant, and when you walk in there, you're going to feel vintage freedom, uh, vintage <laughs> America. That's what it feels like when you walk through our doors. Well, I, I've heard it on yeah. very good sources. We are definitely going to be up there. We can't make it up tonight. But we're going to be up there very shortly, and I've heard on very good sources the food is fantastic, and also equally important, the quantities are huge, <laughs> and that I know that's always very important to me. So, Tony, we're going to look forward to seeing you very soon, and all the best with the event tonight. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it so much for meeting you both. Thank you. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Join us next week at this same time as Kathleen Melanakis, author and retired registered nurse, and her husband, Brian Melanakis, former company president, explore the deeper issues and spiritual forces behind the news and how we as believers can be salt and light in our culture and in the political arena. Biblical Citizen Let's Roll seeks to educate and activate Christians at the grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover more major news happening from the view of the biblical citizen. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, send an email to biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. That's biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. This has been Biblical Citizen. Let's roll on K-Praise.